0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode six. Episode six of the Mike Holman pod. I can't count, among other things. This episode is with my buddy Dima Sergienko. Dima is a photographer, YouTuber, world traveler. He's a really smart guy, really cool guy to talk to. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm excited to have him on the podcast. So everybody, Dima Sergienko. Today I'm here with my buddy Dima. He's in Indiana. world traveler he's all over the place but right now he's in his bedroom what's up man hey what's up mike long time no see i know man how you been doing through quarantine and all that you know i've been
1: good um i've been working uh i work in an essential business so we're i've been lucky to have a job i lost one job i worked in a restaurant um but i have this one so i'm, I'm very uh, grateful very fortunate for that um but you know what i do i do miss getting out i do miss uh traveling i do miss just uh, being able to be in close contact with friends, um, you know, not in a park-type environment. But um, everything's changing right now, and I feel like, you know, we just got to gotta roll with it, got to embrace it, got to take it for what it's worth, and,
0: you know, we'll, we'll be out of this eventually sometime. It just yeah. uh, comes in waves, you know? Yeah, that's a really good way to put it, man. Uh, it's kind of out of our control, so just kind of roll with the punches, and hopefully we'll be out of this soon.
1: Yeah. Somebody brought it to my attention that there was the 1969 Hong Kong flu, uh, which was not as deadly. And I looked up, uh, said the symptoms lasted two to four days, maybe up to two weeks. But it was not deadly. Uh, But the interesting fact is it popped up in 69 twice that year, and then again in 70, and then again in 72. So four or five waves of the 1969 virus, which is, don't quote me on this, but it's an H3N2, if I'm not mistaken um so you know let's just take it for what it's worth this one's just a little bit more deadlier than the past one we had and nobody really talks about that one but you know the implications of this one and that one are totally different
0: yeah for sure man this is much more on a bigger scale this is a worldwide scale which i guess the other one was too but like yeah i don't know man the hong kong flu i'd never heard of that in the 60s yeah 1969 it uh so somebody posted an article on
1: my facebook that said that it took place during the uh woodstock festival which, really which is true yeah um but clues are different this one's a little bit more serious yeah for sure man
0: yeah i'm uh, i'm lucky enough to be working too so honestly life hasn't really changed much for me because uh towards like right before all this happened i was kind of getting antisocial anyway <laughs> so but i do miss like seeing my friends going to bars going to coffee shops i really miss going to coffee shops coffee man. Coffee shops
1: and craft beer man yeah for sure wineries but i only do that in the summer so it's not even summer yet
0: <laughs> all right yeah well i don't know um i've noticed in the past few days that uh, well i don't know what they're doing up there but tennessee is like opening stuff back up in like waves so they have like three different phases of everything opening up so may 1st like restaurants and all that stuff opened up and uh i've noticed that the interstates are a little more jam-packed now yeah so and remember those uh those
1: traffic jams on the interstate highways
0: uh just
1: like three months ago
0: <laughs> right yeah i took Great. those for granted man that's when i that's the time i would listen to all my podcasts and stuff i would yeah. drive home from work and kind of like decompress and listen and to now podcasts it's like drives 15 minutes long what the hell <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like taking away my podcast time But uh, yeah, Um, so you're probably not making any content. Well, you've probably got a ton of content from... Yeah, so uh, I'm a special case. I take videos, I make videos, but I'll release them anywhere from
1: 3 to 12 months after they were filmed. Which is not what I want to do. I want to get back to my ideal schedule of like, you know, once a week. Um, And it makes it more raw, it makes it more interesting, it makes it more real time. Um, And it also gives me more stuff to do, but sometimes I just get so demotivated that,
0: you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just going to release it when I'm ready for it. Yeah. And, like, I'm kind of the same way because, like, sometimes I'll sit on something so long that, like, I'll I'll have an idea of what I want to do in my head at the time, but then I'll sit on it for a long time and then new ideas will, like, come to fruition, you know? So, like, the product will end up better sometimes if I sit on it.
1: Totally agree. So I really so the next video I'm working on, which is going to be at least an 18 minute long video, is Chernobyl. Oh wow! Where oh. I visited, yeah, in Ukraine. And yeah. here's the thing, I filmed that in September. Um, you know, if I was sticking to my ideal time frame, it would be out in like November, December. Wrong. <laughs> um, but here's the. Well, the interesting thing is uh, right now, a couple of weeks ago in in Chernobyl, uh, in Ukraine, the uh, forest was on fire. Uh, Supposedly it was started by some uh, young adult who just wanted to burn leaves for fun. Um, But 30 percent of the radioactive forest um, is at least 30 percent is now burned up. Um, And there was huge radioactive ash clouds floating around Ukraine and uh, where I uh, am from, the city of Kiev. That's where my family's from. Like, they literally had to close their windows for like a week, like because the radioactive dust storm came. So it was not like severe, um, but you know, still the level of radiation did rise up, making uh, Kiev one of the world's worst places, if not the worst, for a couple of weeks as far as air pollution goes. Really, it's not good right now because we have a huge population of you know elderly that do not have access to healthcare, and with the coronavirus going on, it just exacerbates everything. Uh, yeah. But if I had that video out, it would have, um, you know, it had it been a, a different perspective. It would have worked well for, you know, just uh, searchability for my content on YouTube. If anybody wants to learn more information, not like, you know, uh, and then and then another thing is uh, the 32 uh, year anniversary or 33 year anniversary happened just uh, what a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago, like a week and a half ago. I, you know, and I'm behind. If my video was out, it would have been there. People would have been looking for that kind of content. Uh, yeah. This- find that i'm always behind uh schedule and i'll release a video after you know something like i'll i'll visit a cool bar or a cool town that had some kind of event then i'll release the video six months later and people like why is he releasing video about fourth of july
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I, i feel you man uh when i'm a big marvel movie guy you know and when the third captain america movie out came out captain america civil war spider-man was coming in the mcu for the first time i had this video idea to like hook me up on some kind of harness and like on a truck and i would like kind of like swing through the city basically we were going to film it and i was like we have to release it the day of that movie the day that movie comes out because people will be searching for everything you know it was kind of one of those things where it's like i think casey made a video about how to go viral or something like that back in the day and it was just like timing is everything so yeah yeah, timing
1: mean, is everything, and
0: I—that's really
1: one thing that I lack—is uh, timing. But which—which which is interesting—is I'm like very OCD about everything I do, and part of my time in my life is very like by the book, like I'm very structured, organized. Yeah. But the other part is like totally out the window. So it's like, you know, I'll be late to a social event for two and a half hours, but I'm never late for work. Unless that's right. something that I don't care about, then I'm going to be late always. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly kind of uh i'm kind of the same way like if i'm very 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 passionate about something you can't stop me i'm like full speed ahead but if it's something that's just like how do i say this doesn't really benefit me i guess which is kind of selfish probably but like yeah i'm just i find it hard to care about it i guess
1: yeah i totally see that i i feel like that's human nature we just care about the things that we care about and everybody cares about different things
0: right yeah true so let's talk about uh, YouTube a little bit. You've been on YouTube probably as long as I have. I think I started in 2014. Uh, yeah, you actually have uh,
1: been doing it longer than I have. So I've had a YouTube channel since 2009 when I was when I created it because I've always loved, enjoyed watching YouTube. But right. I always thought of it as kind of a, you know them kind of a thing you know it's like the, the influencers the media not rather not the media but just those people like Jenna Marbles should, like I never considered myself to be a YouTuber right and I watched videos but then nobody really I knew I, I, I knew nobody that was doing YouTube so like you know in 2014 when vlogging came about a lot of people really started you know taking it seriously and then the number of YouTubers probably exploded not oh, just yeah. accounts but people that actually are creating content and that's kind of where I came around. I came in the, probably the second wave, I'd say. The first wave came about in 2014, 2015. I came about a little bit later, in 2016. But there's so many people that I just started watching, you know, maybe within the past year and a half of that. Just, their channels have blown up. You yeah. Know, like that uh, Andrew Levitt guy that we watched. Oh, yeah, the the guy that made the Mac background video. Yeah, that was a really good yeah. video. But he's kind of, yeah. I mean, uh, they were working on a video from last I heard. But, you know, a lot of their content is travel-based, so they've taken a hit. Um oh, yeah. have you ever heard of uh um Potato Jet? Yes, I watch him. Yeah, his name's uh Gene Gene Nagata, yeah. Nagata, he's yeah. Really cool So he was actually when I was uh traveling a lot in 2017, he was what uh we started talking on YouTube. He was watching my videos, he was like, Hey man, you know, he's like, Hey, come out to LA and that's like before like he, he was still making videos, but like his channel was not like blown up by then um and i think he was just you know reaching out to other youtubers like i was and just making friends and that's cool but you know somewhere down the line he started releasing a lot more content and you know uh more geared towards um video which is his industry yeah that put him in the in the you know sites of uh you know people like uh maddie and uh casey you know because they're all video filmmakers especially in the you know greater la slash north american area yeah oh yeah i'm just kind of stuck here in indiana and you know, making friends everywhere, but like my my circle, you know, I can't call up Casey and be like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Yeah. You uh you mentioned like reaching out and making friends on YouTube. That's how you and I met. Yep. Yeah. I, I forgot which video it was, but I think it you commented a on video, I know for a fact. One of those microphone videos. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I, I saw that video, I was like, all right, this guy doesn't seem that bad. Interesting <laughs> content,
0: boosted for uh-huh. drones. I was like, all right, fine. hilarious yeah yeah i hope uh i hope nobody goes back and watches that video it might be private on my channel actually a good video man i don't know yeah anyway so you and i became friends through youtube and now here we are on a podcast and you've been to knoxville three or four times now we've hung out yeah yeah it's interesting how that happened man because like uh I don't know. I find I I know it's the time we live in, but I still I guess I'm not used to it. You could like literally reach out to somebody on the internet and then become really good friends with them, like in real life. It's the coolest thing.
1: Yeah, but it's also very dangerous because you could also destroy somebody's life. Like you know, like you, yeah. yeah, Like I mean, there's so many people that are spamming or scamming. Like I get like email. I, like, very rarely will I pop into my spam folder, but I looked into there and it's like. Somebody emailed me, they're like, uh, email me a Bitcoin, $1,000, this and that. And I was reading through it and they didn't really have the information that they wanted from me, but they had my old password, which I haven't used in like at least six or seven years. So my theory is some account somewhere got hacked and, you know, the numbers uh, of the accounts and password data was leaked, uh, which has happened to me before. Uh, Just like Netflix, for instance, there was some kind of break in a couple of years ago and, uh, I had to change my password because somebody was using my Netflix account, but it was somewhere where I didn't recognize, like not like a location that I've been to. Um, so, you know, any one of those accounts could have been he- hacked and somebody has my old password that and my email that is no ro- longer relevant. But, you know, if I was not aware that that password's no longer being used, I could have been like, oh, shit, somebody just hacked me. Yeah, I gotta hate this guy.
0: Yeah.
1: But I it's, was like, yeah, this is fake because I, I, know, I know it's fake. <laughs> I have not yeah. used
0: that password in many years yeah that's some scary stuff man but yeah awesome. but i was just saying like it's cool that like basically you just commented on one of my youtube videos yeah. and here we are now it's amazing i mean yeah the the amount
1: of opportunities to just uh make friends and i've like done that with a few other friends you know and we've i featured them in videos i've traveled with some of them um some i keep in contact with some people that i haven't met online but i met in social circles like hostels that we're still friends with you know that's not just the internet it's just the whole world as a whole i mean so much so many more opportunities to connect
0: yeah for sure man like uh i came to this realization the other day that not probably like 90 percent of my friends like my friend circle here i've met on instagram through like photography and stuff like that and that's pretty cool it's great and yeah. now
1: you, you have a lot of talented... I, I see some of the people that you feature, and it's like, man, they have really good photos. I'm, like, following a couple of them.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know Knoxville's but, got a pretty good scene of just, like, creative people, man. It's, uh... I gotta say, it's kind of a hard city to, like, do anything outside the box in, I feel like. But there's a lot of people here that are really doing some cool stuff.
1: And I feel like that outweighs that because i don't know like it's to me knoxville seems like very cool very hip but you might decide yeah. side of knoxville which is
0: not like that you know i think i'm kind of i might be kind of biased and bitter just because i've pretty much lived here my whole life but yeah i don't know like i kind of feel like if you want to do this thing and it's so wildly different that people are just going to be like whoa what are you doing and like not really be into it i feel like This is a big college town, you know, so people love the Tennessee balls and all that stuff. Smoky Mountains are big and all that stuff. And I feel like everything is like centered around that, even the content that's created. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. um, So I agree.
0: Like, like, for instance, this podcast or whatever, it's just like, I don't know, I feel like I feel like I have to, like, you know, nudge people to be like, hey, this is cool. You know, maybe give it a listen. They'll be like, ah, whatever, you know but
1: i've listened to your first two man i was just driving on the way to work and it was cool man
0: i appreciate it yeah i haven't
1: listened to the other ones uh
0: they're on my to-do list yeah that's no worries man uh i'm really enjoying doing it because i just made a video about this i released a video promoting this podcast tonight but i just i said you know i can't go out shoot photos or make videos right now i need to do something so i just started recording podcasts man and It's actually really easy content to make, like compared to videos and stuff, because it's just easy to edit and uh, record. The turnaround time is fast, and it's just like I could create more. You know,
1: it's creative, uh, but it's also different. Like you know, you're kind of put on the spot. You know, you have to think uh, differently. It's like kind of like a you know, politician at a press conference. You know, people ask you questions, you have to respond. You, You roll with the punches and sometimes you're going to say some stupid stuff, you know? (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. Knowing me for sure. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I also look at it as kind of a, uh, like an avenue to share things that I wouldn't necessarily share on my YouTube video or, you know, I just like, it's an opportunity to go a little more personal, a little deeper, stuff like that, share what's going on in my life. So that's what I've really loved about it.
1: Yeah. I think that's a, it's really amazing part. And that's, I've, I've attempted to start a podcast, but the partners that I'm with, we've all been socially distant. It's kind of really hard. Oh, the yeah. People try to get together for the interviews just also didn't work out. And so it's kind of hit or miss. I feel like this is going to be the model from now on, just learning how to optimize recording over the phone uh, or computer. Yeah. best quality so that you're not in person. But right. Yeah. You got a good um, one. Man. Yeah. This, uh, sca- this, what's that? Are you sticking with the name? For now. Mike Holman Pod. I have a couple ideas. I think I deleted them, but it was something along the lines of, uh, well, actually, maybe, maybe uh, it's still in my deleted notes app. Let me check.
0: Oh, yeah. Throw them at me. Uh,
1: let's see. Let's see. It's got, I got,
0: okay. I got yeah. a lot. Of,
1: go ahead. Rambling Mike.
0: Rambling Mike. I okay. said
1: something about rambling in the second podcast. Yeah. And I said rambling Mike, and then I put hauled up.
0: Hauled up? Oh, I like that. Like, kind of closed up in a hallway. Paulman Hall, yeah. Paul, mic'd Mike, Mike up was great. Yeah, like, my friend Jess came up with that. But then I got on, like, podcasts or Spotify or something. There was, like, ten other mic'd ups. So I was like, ah, man. That was. You a of mic'd up that's not mic'd up. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like I think I mentioned this in one of the episodes. I kind of want it to be—I kind of want my name in it, like my full name, to just be like, you know, this is my podcast, and there's no question. But I also want like a cool name too. So, how about the
1: uh, just just plain Mike or Mike period, and then have the design of the eye as the microphone, but just Mike. That's I don't not know bad. If that's basic enough. Maybe there's other mics out there that
0: just named their podcast Mike. But, but not Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike period. period. The yeah. period is what could differentiate it. Yeah. Differentiate it.
1: But it doesn't have to be M I C. It can be M I K E Mike. Mike. Huh?
0: That's not bad. You got some juices flowing here. I don't know. Like uh, I kinda I feel like at this point. I should almost, like, keep the name. But I'm also just like, man, there has to be some change here. So I don't know. But I appreciate the suggestions. I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. I thought pod would be a little different. You know, people call podcasts pods sometimes. I don't know. I
1: find that I really have to explain to people what a podcast is, which is weird. Like, I've always known what a podcast was, but I've never, ever listened to them until, like, a year ago. Yeah. Same. When I have to explain to people what a podcast is, it's like it's kind of like a radio show, but it's over the Internet. But it's not a radio. It's just content creators. That's like a YouTube video minus the video minus the music. It's like it's just a podcast. Why can't people know
0: what it means? I don't know. Just say it's people talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Dima and I are doing this via Skype, which is actually working out pretty good. Took us so, half an hour to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, it took us a second to figure out. We tried to do it via FaceTime a second ago. We're having all kinds of issues, but Skype seems to be working pretty good. Yeah. I guess we'll find out when I start editing the file. How long does it take you to edit the, these files? Not long. I literally, like, I record on my Voice Memos app with my phone, and then I just airdrop <laughs> that file to my Mac and put it in GarageBand and do, like, a few little... I've actually made a preset in GarageBand. I put, like, some EQ, compression, (laughs) a limiter on there, and it's done. And you have an intro with the music, right? Yeah. I I think I really like that. That I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just a song I got from Epidemic Sound, and I actually used a different song this last episode, but, (laughs) uh, yeah, they're just kind of do like a half-assed, hey, thanks for listening, all that stuff, and yeah. get right into it, man. Yeah, I'm
1: re- I am I liked the little... I, I made one like snippet of an introduction to a podcast. I really like how it turned out with the song and everything, but just, I don't know, whenever I do it again, I, uh, I guess
0: I'll reuse that song and part of the intro, but hey. Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I hope you get it going pretty soon, because uh, it's a lot of fun to do. Yeah, um, and there's... A lot of like my topic was um,
1: mainly based for in, environmentalism, kind of urban farming, regenerative growing, uh, and, and cannabis. You know, in the greater Midwest region. So a lot of the people that I wanted to have on board would have been like you know more uh, eco uh, farmers, sustainable. Uh, we had this one lady lined up that has her own farm um, here, not too far away from me, about an hour away, um, in, near Valparaiso, and. Uh, She grows all kinds of different herbs, uh, like mint leaves and, you know, uh, I don't know, all these kind of different basil, but she makes teas and soaps and all that stuff and sells it to the local community at a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. Ah. And a lot of the herbs like chamomile have like anti-anxiety properties. So she's incorporating all of this stuff into a mix of herbs, whether you want to, you know, steep it in a tea or if you are, you know, a a vapor, you could vaporize it and uh, get the effects of, uh, you know, the chamomile flowers which oh, cool. you know, have their own medicinal benefit. Yeah, that's but, cool. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That, that seemed really interesting, but right now nothing's really going on. So
0: that was kind of put off to the side. Yeah, it seems like that was that's one you'd want to do in person. Yeah. Kind of like be with her and like totally like get her vibe and everything. Yeah, it's so still... I did a video on my YouTube where right, I traveled out to Oregon. Uh, to visit a uh,
1: medicinal uh, cannabis facility, and I did a whole walkthrough. I actually have the voice of that, so I feel like that's a good enough one for doing a podcast, kind of chop it up, remove the video, and then just throw it on there. Honestly, maybe yeah. I'll just re- try to redo that. Um, yeah. Remove the video uh, and, the, and the music, because I'm a visual person. I like incorporating music in my uh, videos, but in podcast, I feel like it's no music or maybe just the intro, right? Yeah. Some people put music, but it's it has to be so low where you could barely hear it, like kind of like a background music. Like uh, Ben Brown yeah. does that. It's kind yeah. of a spacey, kind of a new age, kind of a very calming music, like yeah. yoga music, you
0: know. Yeah, I had a thought, but it went away. You, you were yeah, mentioning yeah. you were mentioning your uh, you like putting visuals to stuff. Like one of my favorite videos you made, and I may be kind of biased because I'm in it, but that video you made about our Smokies trip, man, dude. That was like some next level stuff, man. You Thank you. Music was great in it. The B-roll was freaking phenomenal in it. And yeah, that was just like, that it really took me back. Like when I watched that video, I was like back in that campsite. It was pretty awesome, man.
1: Yeah, that was a fun trip. Um, I feel like we can we can do that again, but like, you know, have two separate cars uh, potentially. Uh, or honestly, I don't know. I have a car with a lease, uh, so I really should not be driving too far. Um, but I don't know. My car is comfortable. I, I could totally sleep in my car. I don't really want to do a cramped tent again.
0: Yeah, that was a little much, and it didn't help that I left the flap open and it got rained in. <laughs> yeah, and it's just musty, mucky. I just
1: I want to sleep in my car, man. It's gonna to be totally comfortable.
0: Right. You got the Rav4 now, right? Yeah, the ravioli. The ravioli four. Yeah. Is that in the words of uh, Grainy Days, or is that Grainy uh, Days? Yeah, he made yeah. that up. I watched yeah, his, his video a couple days ago. It was really nice. Yeah, he uh, the he's, one, one. he's honestly one of my favorite YouTubers right now. Like, he's uh, good. you know, not LA. like
1: LA. LA. I was about to say, yeah. reach out to him because he's uh, got a similar amount of followers compared to us. You know,
0: comparatively. Yeah, that's true. His YouTube channel has blown up in the past year, though. Like, I remember watching him; he had like a thousand subscribers. Now he's got uh don't quote me on this but i think he's pushing 100k really i thought it was 47 or 67 maybe he blew up up overnight (laughs) yeah don't quote me on this yeah yeah. he's up there though he's definitely blown up but he he's his videos are really good man they're produced really well and uh he's hilarious and he takes freaking pretty good photos so so let's see if this is true, because this is kind of like I, I was watching
1: some TV show, and then they had some uh, uh, some fake YouTubers on there, and they're like, "Oh, somebody's in the show is asking them how many subscribers and they have," and they're like, "Oh, we have, you know, six thousand nine hundred and seventy-two ish ish." So, do you know do you know your approximate number of uh, current subscribers?
0: I should, because I just checked it not too <laughs> long ago. Um, I just crossed the fifteen hundred mark. I know that wow congratulations I'm gonna, thank you i'm gonna say 1504 ish <laughs> yeah ish what yeah. about you do you know uh
1: 3920
0: ish okay you're pushing 4k nice almost at 4k
1: almost at 4k i really want the 10,000 10,000 was supposed to come at the end of 2018
0: though <laughs> oh really yeah that was my original goal goal uh, well mine was a thousand by the end of 2018 so i met that or 2019 i'm sorry but met that so i guess i'm i guess i'm shooting for 5k now i feel like i need to release lower quality films uh more often
1: or not lower quality just lower production quality yeah because i'm like taking like 60 hours to make one video um and just like you know a every video needs to have a voiceover and a and uh, you know, sound design, like because like lately I've been doing like intro drone shots, and then the drone shot is flying over the bridge with the with the railroad. Then I go find good railroad track, and I add that in, and then I add my voiceover in, and then then it cuts to the scene of me vlogging, and then more voiceover. So it's like I'm making it really good, and I'm really proud of it, but it's less raw. It's like if right. when I look back over my older videos from 2016 and 2017, I'm like, holy shit, you know, time has changed, but that was yeah. a carefree moment that video was released within three weeks of that happening and you know that's a good moment in time but now it's like okay this is a film this is a production quality but i have no memories it takes forever to make everything so I don't Right?
0: Know. yeah there's almost that fine line that balance like my thing was like i was gonna kind of streamline everything so like I usually use like the same sound effects, the same sound design and stuff. I have all those in a folder, so I could just find them quickly, drop them in, and all that stuff. But at the same time, like I've kind of stopped caring about like high production quality and stuff. And I think I've been making videos so long now. I'm not saying my videos are great or anything, but I know. I appreciate that. I know how to get it right in camera. I know how to get the audio pretty right in camera to where I could just drop a few presets on there, and just it's ready to roll. That's one of the reasons I like Fujifilm cameras so much, because their colors are just unreal. They look amazing, just straight out of camera. I don't even color grade anymore. I don't even do any of that anymore. So that saves yeah. a lot of time. What's slowing me down is when I started using slow-mo, because um,
1: when I do slow-mo, then if I change everything from 100 uh, speed to, to 50 or 60% if I'm doing 24K, which I prefer lately because it looks better, uh, then the sound is uh, at slow speed. So I have to go back and make sure the sound is 100 speed and then move the Uh. sound, expand it to match the original 100, get that clip, so it just takes more time. So if I just nix the sound design idea and find some really good quality um, background kind of a birds tripping, or city noise environments because i pref- i like having like if i'm filming a bus driving by i like having the original sound of that bus instead of me having to look for a sound so right the sound design is what's killing my production qu- uh, like time like it's slowing me down
0: yeah i could totally see that maybe you just need like a huge library of like different sounds yeah i don't know I yeah i i totally get it man like i used to i used to really get into like especially when like peter mckinnon started getting big the whole 120p and the sound design and the color grading and the this and the that and stuff i really got into that stuff deep and i was just like man i'm really not making anything i'm like spending so much time on like a learning this stuff and then b like applying it and like learning it that i'm really not creating anything in the words of casey and don't it's
1: something along these lines don't quote me 100 percent. um the enemy of perfection the enemy of progress is perfection he said i think me-
0: i i think i remember him saying something like
1: Actually, that i'm a crazy person where i have notes for everything so somewhere deep in here i have a casey neistat quotes really app uh, and here I think I have it right here. Free time is the enemy of progress. That's a quote from Casey. That's a good one. Never let perfection get in the way of good enough. That's what I wanted to say.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, oh, wow. Okay. But read off some this... Read off some more of those, man. He's a uh, he's a very All
1: Right. Last updated 11/22/17. Okay. Okay. Uh okay, well this one's popping out. I don't know what it means. So, if it's broken, fix it. If you don't like something, change it. And if you want something, take it. Don't complain about it. Just do something about it. I liked that. like that one. Uh, with each success must come a newer and more ambitious goal. That's good. That's good. You never actually make it. The journey is the destination.
0: Ah. I, I feel like the journey is definitely the best part. There's a, a Motorhead song actually called The Chase is Better Than the Catch. Yeah. Yeah, cuz like you think about it like when you get to your goal or whatever, like what af- after that what do you do? Like you made it, so what now? You're you're like always going to you know. Yeah. You're always going to need like a goal, like a you're never going to be done, basically is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Never. I have a whole bunch of goals that are listed. Like I have this calendar where I just write out stuff. I have like a personal to-do list which is like lists of stuff i need to do oh, i wow. by high medium and low priority stuff basic stuff okay like get my windows tinted i got a new car i want to get my windows tinted that's low priority for me but right. it's on the list because i don't want to forget about it because i still want to do it right yeah pra- practice playing my guitar my guitar low priority i don't know how to play that thing <laughs> i could teach you reorganize my closet it's a little bit higher uh yeah oh and taxes i haven't done that <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: that's probably high priority i'd say yeah it is yeah it is what app you using for that i like that what was what was that app uh just apple notes man you could do like prioritizing and notes app
1: uh you could do different fonts
0: bold right and, i knew so- that I saw you had some, like, colors on there. Can you, like,
1: yeah, color code? Yeah, Using stuff, and underscores, underlines, the list with the uh, check, check circles or whatever. Right. A lot of Apple's apps get a lot of bad rap, but a lot of them are very versatile once you learn how to work them, um, which is counterintuitive. Right. Um, but I
0: don't know. I just like that it all syncs for the most part. Yeah, that's what I love, man. It's really hard to buy an Android phone right now. (laughs) Like, I'm thinking about getting another phone, and I was looking at that Google Pixel 3a, but then I was like, man, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. Probably going to get that new SE, though. Have you seen that thing? It's a... a, iPhone 8, 9, yeah. iPhone 8 body with, like, iPhone 11 internals. Yeah. iPhone 11 Pro internals, I think. So That's interesting.
1: I'm, I'm probably going to stay away from the pros. I would probably get the but the newest one, you know, whatever. I do want the new design of the 12, so unless they make a 12R that has the same design as the 12s, um, I, I do want the newer design. But I don't really care about the pro line. I have the 10R right now, and it's great. Like That's what I have. When I pay this off, I don't really even want the newest, like,
0: you know, this is fine. We're in so a crisis. Yeah, that's true. Money. Here's where I'm at. I've paid mine off with Sprint. Or I think I just have one more payment. Um, my Sprint service is pretty high. Have you heard of Mint Mobile? No. Okay, well, Ryan Reynolds, the actor, is like a, he's either the owner or one of the owners or something. But it's 15 bucks a month. You get like four gigs of data a month. Unlimited uh, text calling, all that stuff. So, fifteen bucks a month, and I could lease the new iPhone SE from them for an additional fifteen. So, thirty bucks a month, I get service that's probably better than Sprint and a new phone. Damn. So, thinking about
1: doing that. I got T-Mobile, but I enjoy the international calling, which is coming, which you know was very handy when I was traveling a lot. Yes. International
0: data, which 2G, but you know they have Wi-Fi coffee shops everywhere in Europe. Yeah. So yeah, let's. Uh, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. The traveling, man. Like, so first of all, when did it when did it start for you? Like, did you travel a lot with your family when you were growing up? I did. So I grew up in Ukraine.
1: Um, we lived in Slovakia for some time. Usually, my travels uh, extended to my dad's work trips. So sometimes we'd go to some. Slovakia sometimes uh, Switzerland um and then you know when we moved to America like you know travels weren't really frequent we you know had a house had a car but we weren't really like well you know well off or we needed essential you know hey let's go to Hawaii for five thousand dollars we, we, we I, I still really can't do that right I do have a figure on some of my most expensive trips, but that's after, you know, uh, I graduated college and saved up a lot of money to focus on these travels. But really, my traveling started, uh, and I I thought about this earlier, um, started after I graduated college. So I graduated college in 2014, December, and then 2015, I went on spring break, um, which is funny because a lot of my spring breaks, quote unquote, have been after I graduated college. So oh, I went really. a break to uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Um, just ah, a yeah. party location down in the south. It was nice. Um, yeah. I filmed some stuff, but not enough to do a YouTube video. I do have a good memory of that trip. Um, but 2015 was a lot of travel. I went to Cincinnati. I went to uh, uh, Nashville. I went to New York. Uh, so I did. I went to South Carolina. I went to uh, not no not Knoxville, Louisville. So I did a lot of stuff uh, in 2015, and um, funny enough, uh, well, I'm sad enough, I'm a very lazy person sometimes, um, yeah. so I, I also procrastinate. So on the very last day of my trip to South Carolina, I made a video, and that was the very first video I uploaded to my YouTube channel, which, you know, I could, I was planning on Filming videos all the way back to that uh, Alabama trip, but, but I never took the proper steps to learn how to do it. I just waited until the last day of the last year, you know, and I made a video then. And then yeah. so my, my YouTube channel really st- started in 2016 when I started traveling again more and more. And that's kind of where it took off and just travel a lot. Sometimes, you know, locally, sometimes Europe. I have family in Europe, so I visit them in Europe, but I'll go somewhere else in Europe and then boom, there's another video, another seven days worth of content. So I just kind yeah. of, not a traveler per se, I have a job, I have a stable job, I have a home, so I'm not like a, you know, roaming nomad, and honestly, yeah. sometimes I don't really aspire to be, because um, I am I kind of like my house, I, I like my, yeah. my my stuff, my car, you know? Me a lot too. of the people I meet are on the road, but, you know, I'm, I'm cool with
0: it the way it is, but I, I like having the opportunity to travel. Yeah. I've always said that I want Knoxville to be my home base, but I want to, like, you know travel not not all the time but a lot um, yeah but, like if you
1: want to take a month-long trip to Vietnam you can and you come back and you have Knoxville you know yeah exactly yeah so but I don't want to sell my stuff my my, my you know my my bed my mattress and then not have a home and then get stuck somewhere in Malaysia right uh, yeah. especially I have some friends that right now that are like stuck somewhere overseas you know they're like oh I can't get out I'm um yeah I have a, a one of my uh oh, you, you call him friend you, youtube friend uh the traveling clap um uh, check him out he's a really cool guy uh he travels a lot uh but i think <laughs> the tr- he the traveling clap like clap and clap c-l-a-t-t okay his name is tall uh he's from new york but he's kind of uh from miami i'm sorry but he's lived in new york and he, he's a travel youtuber he's got like a hundred or something thousand followers but um uh, wow. I haven't watched his videos recently, but he's uh, one of his videos was like, you know, quarantine, we're stuck in Malaysia. He had two options. He could go back home um, where the virus was spreading or he could just stay where he's staying now. And he was working somewhere with some kind of uh, travel based content. So I don't know. I think he chose to stay in Asia.
0: Huh. Interesting. And now You know,
1: the flights are canceled. A lot of places you can't leave. So uh, interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Huh. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, getting trapped somewhere right now. Like, in a time where you'd probably want to be, like, near your family and close to your loved ones. Or not, not you know, not socially distant and um, close to your loved ones. But, like, I can't imagine being stuck somewhere while all this is going on. Man, the cruise ships, that would be the worst. Cruise ships have got to be the worst anyway, man. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I all
1: mean, right. honestly, I... I I still stand by it. I thought it was fun. Uh, They do have a lot of issues. They are very unenvironmental. They're overpriced, like, complete, like, total ripoff. But it was kind of fun, but, like, I guess that went away. I mean, that's – I'm not really going to do that anytime soon
0: at all. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever go on a cruise. I'll be honest with you. This (laughs) doesn't really seem like my bag, and I'm kind of terrified of, like, being in the middle of the ocean.
1: (laughs) So. It was, like, you know what, it was, so I was leaving in Miami, um, and it was interesting, because, like, you, at the end, you know, the sunset, the Miami, you're leaving, and then you see the 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 city get smaller and smaller, and then it fade away, and then you just get hit with this kind of calm energy. It's just massive. It's 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 calming, but it's also kind of, like, oh, it's grounding. It's So, yeah. a lot of my trip to Arizona earlier this year, my last trip, actually, which is interesting, because I was so... You know, who's to say? You know, if you're reading the news and if you follow the latest developments around the world, you would have seen that the coronavirus was a thing. You know, late December, early January, but it wasn't really on many people's radars. But like, when I flew to um Arizona to visit my friend, who lives out in the middle of nowhere, literally. The video is coming, by the way. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Like, like, okay. Um. I knew that it was a thing but i wasn't really worried about it too much but um i was starting a job the next week so i had this whole week um where i I had nowhere to go nothing to do so i was like you know i'm gonna take a trip took a trip bought cheap tickets flew out there um and when we went so it was the grand canyon west i've never seen the grand canyon but we went to the grand canyon west which is still the grand canyon but it's kind of like a indian native american reservation um anyways when i was out there there was a small little town don't remember the name but it was a retirement community right up to the like the the cliff lines um it was just, i felt like kind of anxious like you could feel the energy from the mountains like it was speaking oh, yeah. to you. it was like calming like telling you to kind of sit down like it was kind of very very grounding like yeah. i felt anxious because i'm so far away like you know my friend lives off the grid no water yeah. no electricity like you know they have like well water but like yeah. no electricity their nearest road like they're about five miles away from the nearest road that will take them into town wow and that five miles like you know it's like a 20 minute drive to the road dirt road um you know like you can't even see we came in here the town it's it, you could see it but it's like 10 miles away so it's a vast expanse of the desert and like being there for the whole week it's just very like you know so far away where I could relate to that uh, cruise ship comet. Yeah. Very, very distant.
0: Yeah. I- yeah. Nature has that amazing ability of just really like putting your putting you in your place and making you step back and just realize how small you really are.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like that. Like uh, I was in Yosemite in 2018. I went on a trip out there and uh, I was staying in Yosemite Valley at this little tent cabin and uh, a storm rolled through and like when thunder hit that thunder just echoed off all the mountains that were surrounding and dude i've never heard anything so loud in my life and i've never felt i felt about this big and it was just like terrifying and it's just like man nature just like i don't know it was a great feeling but it was also terrifying
1: you get the same effect flying uh, in an airplane through a thunderstorm
0: Yes, yes, you do.
1: You're like, you know, you're not the only airplane in the sky. Well, maybe now you are. but (laughs) You know, you're flying there. So when I fly, uh, I always have this uh, flight radar app. So if I can get internet on my phone, I'll be tracking the airplane's movement. um, And I'll be like, um, oh, you know, we're flying, but there's somebody else flying like maybe five miles behind us. So we're not the only ones that are experiencing this turbulence. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Unless there's an actual physical, you know, imperfection in this airplane, which
0: will make it go down. But I'm alive. (laughs) I try not to think about that, especially when I'm up in the air. But, yeah, I have been through a storm on a plane before. Not fun. Not fun at all. But to to a pilot, they're like, oh, this is nothing. You
1: know, they're just uh, kicking back. Um, You ever watch, uh, so you know Fun for Louie? Yes. Uh, his uh, friend JP with the um, airplane.
0: Not familiar they, with them. They um, did
1: a world tour. Um, but, anyways, in that world tour, they flew in a single engine airplane around the world. And, like, a lot of the videos are like, you know, JP, the pilot, talking, you know, hey, the man, this is not going to be a good flight, you know, and it's like they're, I they got the turbulence. So I feel like if I'm the pilot and I see what's in front of me and I know that, you know, I'm in control of this aircraft, I would be a lot more you know, less anxious than if I am in the back of an airplane and letting some guy, you know, five hundred feet in front of me control everything.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, what, what else? else? I don't know, man. I just figured we'd wing it. I'm is that is that California behind there? That little piece of art behind you? This? Yes.
1: That is Cook County, Illinois.
0: Oh, okay. It as kinda as looks like kinda looks like it could be California
1: uh reverse and reverse inverted california could be
0: um so um
1: which is interesting like so i work in the city of chicago but like i'm still far away from this the downtown area so like i rarely go into the city but a lot of the people that i uh work with are like oh yeah i live on you know the 50th floor here i'm in downtown everything's shut down you know we were clapping on the balcony for the healthcare workers but like I'm in a suburb. We really don't see any of that, you know. It's a totally different environment. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, but I've always lived in like the suburbs, kind of the bedroom type communities. Even when I lived in Ukraine, you know, it's kind of we live in a neighborhood that's primarily residential. Yeah. So I don't know, it feels weird living in a you know, kind of a urban environment, but I've never really done that.
0: Huh, interesting. Speaking of Chicago, I got a Facebook notification, a Facebook memory the other day. I visited Chicago 10 years ago, like a few days ago with my friends. I haven't been back since. I've been dying to go back. 20 ton, huh? Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, we were only there for two, like two or three days. I mean, all I did was walk around, but it was freaking awesome, man. Like I wish I was a photographer back then because I think I would have gone crazy with like all the architecture and all the stuff we saw.
1: Yeah, so Chicago's really diverse. So, like, I mean, three days, cool, but, like, I would recommend, like, five to a week. Oh, uh, yeah. There's, like, the loop area, downtown, like, skyscrapers and stuff. There's uh, Lincoln Park, which has its own, like, unique architecture, kind of a artsy, kind of a beer, bar, Wrigleyville kind of a vibe. Nice. Uh, and then there's also the Gold Coast, which is uh, north of downtown but south of Lincoln Park wedged in between it's basically old uh mansions old like um basically old mansions gold coast is you know the word itself is reminiscent of you know kind of uh, the gilded age the glory and before a lot of the skyscrapers were built there were a lot of mansions built there um which i actually write for i don't know if you know but i used to write i still do for wikipedia so like a lot of the articles i used to write were about architecture that was oh, really? uh, that was destroyed and, man, some of these places still exist in that Gold Coast area, but a lot of them are still flanked by skyscrapers, like, right next to them. But Oh, really? And it's a totally different environment. Like, I know a lot of my friends have never been there, like, and it's easy to miss. It's like, you exit downtown, you're on the highway, and then you go take another exit, you're somewhere else. This is, like, right You don't have to go far, just it's right there. But, like, nobody, very peaceful, very quiet. And then you have, once you go further north past uh, uh, Lincoln Park, we're going uh, north along the shore, of course, Lake Michigan. Right. There's a uh, really interesting um, kind of, um, I forget what it's called. It's it's a beach community. Um, well, it's there is Boys Town there, but it's not the actual name of that. Um, but there is a uh, building that is very reminiscent of Miami Beach architecture. Um, and it was built by the mob. Um, oh because really? Yeah, a lot. Of the, a lot of the mobsters control a lot of the, you know, kind of uh money-making businesses back there, and it's the, the building is very reminiscent of Miami kind of Al Capone era architecture. Wow, that, Chicago's got a lot of interesting stuff, man. In yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to make a trip up there soon. We're not even talking about the ethnic neighborhoods. So last year I was driving a lot for work and. Uh, there's a lot of neighborhoods that are uh predominantly uh like mexican american and they have really good food places like i drove in there and it does not feel like america like there's street food vendors that you really don't like you know you might see a hot dog street food vendor but like in those neighborhoods of chicago it's like you know you see uh ladies walking by passing out like you know churros or like corn and like really like awesome like tacos they're just like you know so raw and like you know, it's amazing. It's
0: yeah,
1: a huge conglomeration. And like when I went, I was walking down the street. Like I did not see here English, and it's a totally different environment. You know? Wow, very that proud. seems like it'd be that seems like it'd be really cool to check out, man. Yeah, and then you go to Ukrainian village, and you have have a bunch of people like me speaking Ukrainian and Russian. And <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fun. So yeah, Chicago's very uh, diverse. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to do if I went up there, I'd like to go to a Probably either a Cubs game or a White Sox game. Cubs. Uh, Hands down. Yeah. Because Cubs are like, they were like one of the first teams, I think. So they got like the real historic thing going on. Plus, Wrigley Field, man. I'd love to go there.
1: Yeah. I'd love to go there too. I haven't really been there. I I can't really say I'm a White Sox fan. It all stems back from (laughs) a funny story. Uh, Middle school, I had a crush on a girl and she liked the White Sox. And I was like, all right, I like the White Sox. And ever since then, it's just been the White Sox I bought. I got tickets once uh, for good grades or something in school. So they gave me tickets to the White Sox. And I live on in Indiana, and the White Sox are on the south side, so it's much closer to us. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll just stick with the White
0: Sox. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah oh,
1: that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> they're supposedly building a—we have the Knoxville Smokies, which is a farm team of the Toronto Blue Jays. They're supposedly building a new smokey Stadium downtown, which uh, did we go to Barley's when you were here? I can't remember. I think I took you to Barley's one time, but it's in the old city, the old part of town. And uh, they're building it like right next to it. And my friend's apartment is like right next to it. And she's like, I'm going to have to move. There's no way I'm going to be, like, here listening to these baseball games all night and, like, not being able to sleep. Was it this old building with uh, a wooden roof, and then we parked off to the side under this bridge with, like,
1: lots? Yes. That's it. What was that Pizza. place called? Pizza. Barley's. Barley's. Yeah, that was a cool place. Uh, had a beer there. I ate too much food,
0: and we were <laughs> kind of... Yeah, as it tends to happen. Yeah. Dude, uh, this this uh quarantine's making me rich I don't go out and drink anymore
1: <laughs> yeah you know, so much money uh you know touchy subject but yeah I to- like it's true like yeah. i don't go out I don't spend much um student loans my student loans uh have been so i, I don't have to pay anything until March 31st 2021 oh, wow. interest doesn't start collect so they canceled all interest until September 30th. So, so from September 30th until March uh, 2021, I still have student loans to pay, but I'm deferring them. But there's uh, only minimal interest being collected. So, like that's $200 extra in my pocket. Um, Nice. Luckily, I got a uh, hazard pay from from my job. We are essential, so uh, and I've been getting a lot of hours there, so I've been making more money and. uh, that's nice. You know, the stimulus bill, which, you know, is not a lot. Like I have friends in Canada. They're everybody in Canada is making two grand a month. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And here we get twelve hundred, but you 1, know 100. but the airline industry and the big banks are gonna take that money and buy their stocks back and give them bonuses to their <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: You kinda cut out, so I didn't really hear that last part of what you said, but
1: Yeah yeah nothing nothing really important i just wish we were getting more money
0: oh gotcha uh yeah i don't know it was nice because i got my tax return and that stimulus thing like kind of at the same time so i was like sweet but i'm
1: thinking about buying a gopro gopro so the GoPro gopro 8 so i don't i sold my gopro and i still want one um but I have a lot of GoPro Hero 5 stuff that needs to be sold. So I have the super suit housing and the uh, old uh, GoPro gimbal thing. Oh, the Karma. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that at all. So if I can sell that and then use that money towards the new GoPro. But the new GoPro is three, uh, $100 off now. Yeah. So that's good.
0: So you don't have a GoPro at all right now? No. Oh. I, uh, I kind of... <laughs> I've always owned a GoPro, but I've never really put it to use. And now I've really put it to use because I wear it on my head when I shoot and stuff, and do like POV. You like those videos, man. I appreciate it. They're really easy to make because I go out and shoot photos anyway, and literally just put a GoPro on my head. Don't worry about filming, and yeah. How do you
1: make it so that it looks good? Do you like kind of have like a certified angle, or do you try not to shake your head unnecessarily?
0: Uh, see, that's the weird thing. Um, I'm thinking about switching it to my chest so it won't shake as much because I'm like looking around and stuff all the time, and it can get a little jittery and hard to watch. But luckily, the stabilization in the GoPro—I have the Hero Seven Black. Luckily, it's pretty decent, but still, sometimes it's kind of too much, and you have the I can't. You have the seven. Yeah, so I bought it for Iceland. Actually, I bought it right before I went to Iceland, so. I had the Hero 4 Silver, which wasn't great, and a battery would last, like, 20 minutes. So I was like, eh, I think I'm going to upgrade before I go. So I'm glad I did. Are you
1: looking to make more videos?
0: Yeah. So, like, a great video that I would want to hear from you
1: is, like, uh, you know, top things to know before you go to Iceland. You kind of have a
0: general idea. Yeah. I have a ton of videos, like, kind of planned for that, so... I wanna make a video with my buddy RJ. What what I brought to Iceland in October, what I did in Iceland in October, because that's like one of the more popular times to go. And I think it might be like a really searchable topic. Definitely. So yeah, I I'm kinda of right there with you. I have a couple ideas for videos. Podcast. It's just a, what? Podcast? podcast. Yeah, podcasts.
1: That's not a bad idea. Add that to the make oh a podcast with RJ or whoever or try to do a zoom call with all four of you guys that's genius man or there it's were
0: five just, uh four yeah well, there you four, go. four including me yeah that's a really good idea man i should get on that but yeah it's it's like just a matter of filming it and you know so
1: originally i had an idea of contacting every one of my youtube friends and making some kind of short snippet you know kind of inspirational slash you know kind of transformative video but somebody beat me to it some youtuber i think actually gene was part of a video where maddie made a video or peter mckinnon we're all in this together there was like a short
0: yeah, i think it was maddie i kind of remember him doing something like that i don't I really watch I don't it. watch too much yeah i don't watch too much maddie or peter or any of those guys anymore honestly a lot of the daily life
1: vlogging stuff is not really interesting especially if they have like you know kids and family and they're like doing puzzles and stuff it's like okay cool but like i sorry i don't really want to watch that right yeah like casey's daily life was always like i want to know what he's doing 24 7 you know (laughs) he's the reason
0: i started making videos man honestly so
1: when i first found him i was like who is this guy why am i watching him he's ugly <laughs> he's got <these> stupid <laughs> glasses on yeah. and then i just came back two weeks later i was like okay this guy's blown up let me give him another shot <laughs> yeah he dude he did blow up man that was crazy have you ever rewatched his old vlogs oh i'm sure i have i start like, i did like a friends episode like i did a marathon like oh, I really? i've seen friends five times over at least <sighs> yeah uh, but then the KC was once, twice, and then I started and I kind of stopped him a third time. But Oh, interesting.
0: I, uh, I watched him every day when he was doing daily. I don't think I've ever gone through like a rewatch or anything. Like certain ones. Um, I watched that every once in a while. I watched that one he did with Jocko Willink about wait, how to wake up at 5 a.m. or what, whatever it was. I watched that one because that one's one of my favorites. Um, of course, the snowboard video uh there was another one too i think it was one of his plane reviews like amaranth or something like that yeah yeah that was good yeah but not maybe i should I, that would really take me back like going to watch his vlogs because he he would upload at like 8 a.m every day and that was usually literally how i would start my day with like a casey video so. yeah
1: I those days i don't remember the 8 a.m.s because i never woke up but i would watch those um i want to do a uh re-
0: Rewatching my old content kind of a video oh yeah that'd be cool
1: i, I thought about doing
0: something cool. si- i thought about doing something similar at uh looking all my old instagram posts and like cringing at them interesting that's good yeah because like my photographic style has changed to say the least um i would like to like look at my photos from when i first started taking photos like first getting started getting into photography and kind of like critique them a little bit. I don't know. I thought about have, it.
1: Have you ever used this app called Unum? Unum, uh, yeah, um, it's it's, for planning your Instagram grid. Yes, I think I have it on here, but I never use it. So I started using it, and now I use it exclusively because sometimes I don't like it when I post two photos or of two skies, or my legs are hanging off on one photo, and then my head is above. So it just sometimes looks weird. But like I plan it, but right. it throws it into the mix when you add a video or a um or an Instagram vi- uh, a video and then this app doesn't recognize those so sometimes this the, the
0: feed is skewed right oh that's weird yeah yeah I, uh, I have it on here but i never use it i probably should of course if you look at my feed it's just like black and white black and white color color i don't i don't go for any kind of like aesthetic on there i probably should but yeah, I'm OCD. Yeah.
1: Don't do it so, like I do it. I stress over stupid things like this. First world problems, you know? Uh, oh, no, my Instagram post doesn't align with the last one that I posted a week ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I've always heard that, like, when people look at your page, their first, the first nine or whatever, top nine, whatever you call it, that's how they gauge whether they're going to follow you or not. So it makes sense to have those first nine or whatever kind of match and, like, have, like, a flow and a rhythm and all that stuff because that's what people are going to look at and gauge whether they follow you or not. So I feel like there's a little bit of merit to it. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. But I'm just going to post whatever I want.
1: That's the best way to do it. You know, post whatever you want. You know, if this podcast, I don't. Even, I wonder who's listening. You know, if you are listening, hey, what's up? You know, but uh, hopefully somebody is listening this
0: this far along. What? What? This is an hour, man. Yeah, we're an hour in. That you, you know, there's two people that are going to listen to this: me and you, and maybe my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I kind of like Anchor because it gives you like some uh analytics and stuff. Yeah, and and apparently I have an estimated audience of 17. So. That's pretty not bad for starting, I think. No, I'm happy with it. That's more than I ever thought I'd get. Of course, I just made the video like advertising this podcast and uploaded it tonight, so might get a few more. We'll see.
1: I'm thinking shorter is good. Like, 20, like my format, I want it to be 25 to 45 minutes. Yeah, that's what I kind of feel like, too. But you could also edit it in, so a lot of the stuff that I'm rambling about, you could
0: cut that out. But it's more work for you if you want to. i i like i like the ones with me to just be like short little snippets because i literally talk about like my week or you know what's going on in my life i like it to be like short little podcast vlogs so to speak but you know like these long conversations like my last one i did with my buddy nathan we talked for over two hours and like you
1: post that whole thing
0: yeah, well, I edited out one thing because we talked about Joker and we kind of spoiled the movie. And I was like, ah, I can't be putting like spoilers out there just in case. But so I edited out probably eight or ten minutes. But other than that, I put the whole thing up. So
1: so I had a story earlier for you, which uh, I got. An e- so before we started our call, I got an email from from this one girl um i met her in uh spain at, uh on oh, yeah? a tour um we went to tour the shop and so I made, I made a lot of cool friends on that tour and i gave my card my youtube card out to everybody uh except was this she, one girl was uh, she in
0: one of your videos no uh actually okay. yes yes I, she was yeah.
1: but yeah but like um, she she met, he sent me an email. She's like, hey, I, I I remember your name was Dima, and I looked it up. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, I remember a photograph um, that you uh, that we took, and we're all in there because we all met at the coffee shop. And I was like, wow, that's what a small world, you know. And for a second there, I was like reading this, I was like, it seems like one of those emails where you know it's like, hey, you remember me, but you know, hey, my my grandma's dying. Can you give me a thousand dollars? But when I read it, I was like, oh wait, this is actually real. Yeah, you know, this is cool. So it's like. You know, it's weird. What a small world, you know? Yeah. That's I'm going to reach back out to her. I don't think I will see. I don't have her contact. So I like to, the, the friends I make on my trips, I like to keep in touch with them uh, and then like send them the link of the video that I filmed. And a lot of them are like, whoa, you know, cool memory. Yeah. It's, it's interesting just being able to, you know, have a different perspective of a time gone by.
0: Yeah, for sure. The that's video. That's really cool. cool. I've always liked, like, meeting people and, you know, asking to take their photo and stuff and then getting their email address and sending them the photo whenever I edit it or whatever. It is really cool. I want to do that more often and
1: just, you know, be able to connect with a wider range of people, you know? Yeah, definitely. Next time I go come to Columbia, which I will come back to Columbia one way or another whether in my current life or my next life like columbia is amazing but like there's this uh cool guy i met. he we stayed at a hostel and he owns the cafe uh in the hostel um in that oh place. really yeah um and i'd like to come back and like you know because we spent a lot of time sitting there drinking just shooting the shit with him and it's like you know hey man how you doing
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't seen that's... him in
1: three years yeah i haven't talked to him since but we had a cool talk back then and being able to connect and you know you can't really like some people don't have internet or facebook or social media but like and
0: you know it's just cool to be able to relive a moment yeah that's why that's kind of why i like i make videos and take photos because like it's a good way to like look back and like kind of relive the memory you know especially videos like i was watching some of my old videos today and just like i watched my utah video iceland and all that stuff and i was just like Damn, that was a good trip, and I love that feeling, and that's why I make videos, man. So yeah, yeah. I
1: some some of my videos I've rewatched like at least fifty or sixty times,
0: which is whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I get, get to views, man. Sometimes. I do What's get that? Too nostalgic. Say but, that again one more time. I
1: said I get too nostalgic sometimes. Oh yeah, and yeah, I get I stuck too. in the moment.
0: Yeah. Of the past. Yeah. You know, I kind of wish, like, I did this big, like, cross-country road trip in 20, it was 2014. I kind of wish I was, like, into making videos and photography then because I was really good about keeping this travel journal. I have a travel journal that has, like, pages and pages and pages just filled up. And I was, like, really detailed with everything, like, with names and addresses and stuff. I wish that I was, like, making videos and stuff back then because then I could be like, oh, hey, here's Joe Smith. I just met him at the hotel, the hostel, whatever. And then, you know, I could theoretically keep in touch with that guy and just, like, watch the video and send him the video. And then five years later, do we still watching the video? And I was just like, I wish I was making it during that time because I met so many people and did so many cool things at that time.
1: That's awesome. Uh, So I'd like to learn more about that trip. Do you have any photos of that trip?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just cell phone photos. Like I said, I wasn't really like a... No clips of videos on your phone? A few. Um, you can make something from that. With your travel
1: journal, I feel like you can make a really good video, but it would have to be like a you know talking kind of a...
0: Yeah. Yeah, like a narration kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to find some kind of story in there, which I, I probably could. Um, Great. I actually have this really... I, I, I don't know if I should put this on the internet or not, but, like, I actually... Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll put it in there, because I don't care. But I illegally hiked to the Hollywood sign one time with one of my roommates, and I have all of that on video somewhere. Like... I think you should put that out there, and I don't think that's illegal. <laughs> uh, it's definitely illegal.
1: Um, and, well, no, I mean, it, it is technically illegal, but I don't consider that part
0: of it. Uh, uh, prime so i think just uh, (laughs) yeah true and it's it's actually funny like we after we did that we were like yeah that was awesome then we went back home and my other roommate was just like weren't you guys worried about like mountain lions or rattlesnakes and i was like i don't even think of that (laughs) but yeah
1: i don't know i feel like you can make a video of it yeah so many so long ago it's like doesn't even matter now
0: yeah it's really cool because like Literally here's the Hollywood sign. And then the hill is like so steep that when we went back down we had to slide on our asses and there's like a dirt trail and then the Hollywood signs back there. It's crazy. I had to find that. I think it's it might be on a hard drive that I killed, but I could always pay like thousands of dollars for data recovery and
1: oh man, my hard drive. So I have backups of everything, but there are some files that I don't really care about. But like some files that I just can't get back because my hard drive here, Seagate, like pooped out. It's one of those C- uh, Seagate for Mac kind of a ten terabyte thing thingies. So like That's, it's, yeah, I have the same one. It crapped out. It just doesn't work. And sometimes like it it did that, and then like I hit it, and then it started working, and but now it stopped working at all. So it's like oh really? The Mac doesn't recognize it. It's un- unrecognizable for the Mac. Uh,
0: that sucks.
1: So Dang. I don't. There's no pressing desire to get it because I still have all those files, but some files I don't have, but, like, I don't really care about, like, everything's on the internet, so it's fine, but all right. I don't
0: know. Yeah. That's kind of the same thing with that because, like, yeah, there are files that I want, but they're not files that I have. How do I, word... How do I word this? They're definitely files that I would like to have, but they're not files that I have to have. Yeah. So. Yeah. Echo, uh, stop listening. Yeah. Amazon? I don't think so. Oh, Amazon Echo? No. I thought you meant like Echo in the room. No. I actually have a Google, uh, what's the Google thing? Okay, Google. Uh, the little. Google. Like, Google. What do I call that little thing? Whatever that thing is. I got it free for Spotify. For, yeah, you didn't,
1: I think you were telling me about that.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I still haven't hooked it up. Oh, no. it's right here. What is this thing? Google Home Mini. Yeah, this thing. Huh. Have not hooked it up yet. Have not done anything. I'd like to see how it works with the iPhone, but one day. I got the smart light, so uh
1: Echo, turn on relax. And my lights dim to purple and yellow and Wow, that's a vibe. Yeah, I like this is actually one of my favorite like evening type vibes. This is like my Drinking tea, finishing up YouTube, kind of a going to bed kind of a vibe. Oh, uh, cool. But for late night, it's already 10.39, so let's turn on Echo. Turn on Read. Echo, turn on Read. There you go. It's a little bit brighter. Yeah.
0: That's legit, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a really cool like uh, backdrop for filming videos.
1: Yeah. Um, I have to still work it out because I need more. So I have... This, there's a light right here behind me. I have to do that. I need something off to the side and then have this one be a little bit more faded out.
0: Um, Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I need to do. Oh, wow. So. I could do it. Yeah. I'm kind of working with this setup right here. I'm in my bedroom and I have this like, my bed is like literally right here. I have this like really small space here, but I bought this RGB light off of Amazon. This thing's only 40 bucks, man. It's a Viltrox, comes with a battery. Um, So when it was shining on my face just a second ago, it's only at 20%. It was pretty freaking bright. And then you could uh, do this and put it in RGB mode. So you got yellow, you got red, you got purple, you got blue, all that stuff. How much is it? 40 bucks. It was like 43 bucks, something like that. What is it called? This is the Viltrox RB10. Trucks RB10. I'll look that up. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. Nice and light, and I just I have it on this Gorilla Pod, and it just literally sits on this speaker over here on my desk, and it 44. lights. What?
1: Forty-four.
0: Yes, that's
1: it. I'll add it to my cart of things to buy whenever I decide that I need to buy it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm trying to up my. Um, like filming at home game a little bit. So I bought that light. I bought a lav mic, like a $20 lav mic. And I actually bought a new lens. I bought a 16 millimeter 2.8 lens for my Fuji. So I actually have autofocus now. (laughs) I didn't have an autofocus lens before this.
1: I really like your setup in your... So you've changed your setup quite a lot, but in your living corner, you have the corner desk. Or it was a corner desk in one of your videos recently. recently? And you had a microphone in front of you.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I think that was right here. Like, I have this microphone here on this little arm. Oh, maybe that was there. Yeah. I, could I just, it was in your living
1: room. but uh.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I like to change the setup all the time. I'm never really happy with anything. And sometimes I'm just like, let's just film this. Who cares? Set it up right here do it it's kind of that that casey quote again whatever the case quote was yeah enemy of perfection is progress is perfection or something yeah whatever (laughs) there's another one too that is uh done is better than perfect i don't know who said that but i like that one too yeah i need to start living my life like that yeah i like we were talking about before with the videos i kind of just was like you know what Screw it, man. Like, I'd rather this, like, be out there and the the story, the message, the video, whatever, just be out there than perfectly color graded, perfectly with this LUT on it or whatever. And Yeah. Because, you know. I mean, you think about it, people are watching it on their phones, on the shitter, probably. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. And they don't know that I have two LUTs,
1: one for drone, one for non-drone. I have sound design, they have music they don't know all that
0: you know so they don't care right exactly my friend crockett i love him to death but he's like he will not do anything that's not by the book so like for instance when he's filming something he's like it's got to be perfectly exposed this has to be lit this has to be lit this has to be lit and i'm like well i don't want this lit this is a creative decision i don't want this lit in the image he's like but my exposure meter won't be at zero if we don't like that. I'm like, you're <laughs> driving me insane, man. But Hi, crap,
1: you're I have you. the exact
0: opposite. He's uh, just
1: kind of throws himself into it and I was like, dude, just kinda at least think about the process of your photography or filmmaking before you start shooting. Don't just like shoot when it's obviously like totally overexposed. Like I mean it's not Hi. like not at zero, but it's like totally like not where it should be. <laughs> yeah. Where a couple taps here or there, or clicks of the camera, can, or repositioning of yourself can make it so much better. Yeah. And true. Moment, moment, man. I've been using them for, for filmmaking, and I love them.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I love... Like, honestly, my favorite thing to vlog with is my phone with the wide lens. I don't like that it's... Yeah, yeah, it's good, but I just... I don't like holding it like this. It's awkward, and just... Right. <laughs> I... I actually used it yesterday for a real estate shoot. I used my freaking phone and the wide lens. Worked out great. For me, it's the uh, anamorphic lens. I just love that. Oh, dude, actually, that's in friggin- Indiana News yesterday. That's freaking awesome, man. Uh, what, what is that? Like a guy fishing on the right? That's actually some girl fishing, but yeah. Um, dude, that's that's a beautiful photo. There's a
1: different one of. I don't think I used it here. Uh, but yeah the dunes are just oh wow hey yeah, you, you got to come back well, so when you come back here hopefully see, yeah we'll have to take you to the Indiana dunes because that place is just amazing
0: That'd be great man we'll we'll do it up we'll do everything so really much- want to really want to do Chicago that sounds great too yeah I'm dying for some kind of trip man I uh, I had it in my head. That I was gonna to go to New York City for my birthday. My birthday is in the end of June, but that's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, I'm dying for a trip, man. Iceland was great. It got the travel bug really out of me for a little while, but really wanna go on a trip. My friend Jasmine and I were trying to plan a Pacific Northwest trip. Like a whole Oh man. Like a whole Pacific Northwest California coast in a van. Kind of thing. So, that's the next big one. Hopefully. But we'll
1: see. There is a place in Illinois called Garden of the Gods, which is a state park. And I've never been there. But it's not far from you. So, I'm looking at it. I'm going to look it up. uh, My my column to Garden of the Gods. So, it's about... It's about the same distance from me to you. Five and a okay. half hours. Um, but when you look at the Garden of the Gods, you're going to want to go there. When you look at the actual place. And I'm sure there's going to be campgrounds. So, like, you know, you and I can have our own campground or whatever. If we want to do that. That'd be cool. Her- Herod, Illinois? Herod? That's somewhere down there, yeah. Equality, Herod. It's near the, the river area. So it's north of Paducah, Tennessee. Wow, this place looks beautiful, man. You looking at the photos right now? Yeah, I looked it up. So there's Garden of the Gods in Colorado, which I went to, which was great. Uh, it's near the springs, but this is totally different. Yeah. There's so much travel places, you know, like, you don't even need to leave the states or even your own state to see so much beauty that we don't, like, most people don't even know about. <clears throat> like, you know? All right
0: at this statue. Let me see.
1: <clears throat> huh?
0: Was that there? Yeah. That's funny. That'd be a uh, that'd be a pretty sweet camping trip, man. Yeah. We should probably do it before it gets blazingly hot. But. Yeah, cause yeah, when when did we go? We went in July or August. I feel like I it was. was July. Yeah, I want to say it was July. That was pretty uh, hot. Yeah, it was humid. It was fun, though. Like, I remember... What? I'm sorry, I really cut you off. That's oh, okay. I was just going to say, like, uh, I remember at that point in my life, I really needed that. I really needed... Even though you we did. got rained out and all that crap, I really needed to, like, just escape, even for a day. So it was, like, perfect.
1: Have you been doing any hiking or anything like that recently?
0: No, not at all. I, dude, I work so much now. So, do you have 40 hours a week, like full time? No, I, I have two part time jobs. So, I have my, you know, UPS job, and then I have a night job where I clean office buildings at night. But right now, you know, everybody at this particular office building is working from home. So, I hardly have anything to do there. <laughs> I'm like grasping at straws, for stuff to do. But yeah, so I do UPS during the day and then that at night. And then, yeah. I usually get off by about eight or so. Yeah, so you're working
1: like two, two, two
0: jobs in one day. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, well, it's it's a, it's not that bad. It's just, like, before quarantine, like, I really missed, like, my friends. They'd be going to do stuff and they'd be like, hey, we're going to do this. And I'd be like, well, shit, I got to work, you know. I got to go to my second job. But it's really not that bad. It kind of sucks Getting done with one job and then going straight to another, but it's—I can't really complain, man. Some people aren't working at all, so
1: yeah.
0: And we're able to hopefully keep our keep ourselves afloat, you know. Yeah, for sure.
1: It's tough, and
0: uh, and the actual work is like really easy. I go in, I put my AirPods in, put a podcast on, and take out trash. Man, it's like it's the most mindless work I've ever had, so.
1: Yeah, I, I do miss working at the restaurant, just, just kind of doing dishwashing and basic stuff. It's mindless work, just washing the dishes, very therapeutic, even though it's very dirty. And Now I would not want to be washing Corona dishes off. No, like, no,
0: no, no. Nope. Yeah, I, wa- I used to wash dishes at Olive Garden. This was in L.A. That was probably the worst job I've ever had. Oh, man. Yeah. You should... Uh, man you have all these great stories i want to i want to see a video of that too <laughs> dude i'll just like i've thought about like making a video actually now a podcast episode where i just read entries from my travel journal cuz like dude it's literally like a big spiral notebook of like memories and i'm just like you know just read certain aspects of it cut names and addresses out but, i want to
1: see your structure of how you did it um uh, so maybe it's maybe i could set up my own Cause that's a good idea, but like I like, how do you have it? Do you have like a name, a date, a place, and then a paragraph, or just a photo or a drawing,
0: or what do you have? No, it's like paragraphs. So I'd just be like, today I did this at this with this person, and like, I remember I was like really detailed, so like I docu. Uh. <laughs> yep. But my. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Totally empty?
1: Yeah. Well, I have three of them. One of them I use for work. One of them I don't use anymore. One of them I did for travel, but didn't really write anything in there. I found that I, the Notes app on iPhone worked better. Really?
0: Yeah, You. I, I remember you showed me your Notes app one day. I was pretty impressed. But, what? Do you, like, so this is a catch-all. Like, I don't have three different ones. So I just finished this one, started in a new one. There's the most random stuff in here. So I have... I have this, which was a script for a video. Oh. I have notes for the podcast of episode two, like little bullet points of what I want to touch on. Uh, a letter that I had to write to my supervisor. That was a long story. Mm. Um. I have my Subaru maintenance log in here. So I changed my oil at 218,970 miles. And apparently I replaced my drive belts and turned my front rotors. Yeah, so this is a catch-all, man. Like, that's why I love these things. Because, like, I want to keep these forever and just go back and be like, oh, that's what I was doing at this time. That's what I was doing. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Like I was saying... I thought about having just episodes where I read entries from my travel journals, tell Entry little stories. My travel journal. What? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's good. That's good. Yeah. See all these creative ideas. Now it makes me want to, because I have enough of those, but they're on my phone. So I have enough of those where I can kind of piece together a trip or a memory. Or at the very least, have like a snippet. Like not every video I release has to it has to be eighteen minutes or twelve minutes or six minutes. You know, it could be a three and a half minute
0: video of uh, just a time gone by. Right. Yeah. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about like doing a podcast on your own?
1: Yeah, um, just me, or again, like a format that you have, just kind of
0: interview people. Uh, either or. So, like, what? Like this just popped in my head. What you could do is like all your videos and stuff and all your trips maybe you could do like little like bonus um what's the word like uh compliments to those videos like maybe like maybe yeah like maybe little stories or maybe little things you didn't put in the video or, or a
1: discussion
0: yeah or that so, like sometimes
1: like uh, i noticed a lot of uh ben brown's podcasts were also kind of you know, hey
0: guys, I read this uh, and it's a discussion of, you know, kind of,
1: yeah, similar, interesting.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i kind of obsessed with this idea of just doing podcasts now, because like like I was mentioning before, they're like, they're a lot of fun to do and like they're really easy to make, so I don't know.
1: Uh, well, maybe maybe if you see a podcast pop up in the next couple of days, it's, uh, yeah, got
0: the juices flowing, interesting. Yeah, you got everything you need, man. Yeah, very true. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, Dima, buddy, I think I'm gonna let you go. Yeah, it's getting late, it's almost midnight where you're at. Yeah, it is, man. But uh, hey, man, thanks for doing this. This was awesome. Yeah, you gotta keep in touch. Uh, soon we'll plan something out, at the very least. Uh, if not another podcast and another FaceTime call or something, <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Let's keep in touch. I, uh, I i Facetime with a friend of mine that i haven't facetimed with in like or not just facetimed with but i haven't seen in like three or four years and it was really nice so yeah i want to do that more definitely
1: yeah well uh, i look forward to seeing this one i, I don't know if i'm going to listen to that one but i'll give it a like or whatever <laughs> <laughs> thanks man i appreciate
0: it yeah all right, all right. Man. well uh, be yeah, good stay, stay safe and uh i'll talk to you and maybe see you soon Definitely, man. All right, man. See ya. So that was it, everybody. Be sure to check out all Dima's stuff. Check out his YouTube channel. Check out his Instagram and his Twitter. Just search Discover with Dima. You'll find him. Show him some love, and hopefully he has a new podcast coming soon. Come on, Dima. Anyway, thanks, guys, for listening. I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.